Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. We're talking about the summer and it can be a stressful time, I'm sure, for parents. Kids are off school. I'm sure a lot of you are still working and the summer camps are an option. But according to Chrissy Russell in the Irish Independent today, they can come with their problems too. Chrissy, tell us about what you encountered. Oh, it's this mum shaming, isn't it, Andrea? It just it pops up everywhere, doesn't it? Whatever choice you make, there's always going to be someone with the opinion that it's the wrong one. So, uh, yeah, no, I thought I was on the ball this year and got our eldest booked into summer camp and thought, right, just sign him up for the lot. He loves it. Go on. And then uh, a family member who shall remain anonymous is like, Oh, oh, you're doing the full three weeks, are you? Oh, okay, right. Uh, now, will he be okay doing the same thing day after day? I was like, oh. And then, of course, that sows the seeds of doubt. I was thinking, oh, maybe I should have, like, mixed it up a bit. Should I have taken him out? Should I be spending the time camping and baking and wild swimming with him? And, you know, instantly you're thinking, oh, no, got it wrong again. So it, so the, 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 the judgment here, basically, Chrissy, is that you shouldn't be putting... There's judgment because you put your child into the camp. Into the camp, That you yes. weren't spending time with him. Well, not enough variety, I think, was the, was the message that, you know, three weeks of the same thing really was far too much. Never mind the fact that during school time, you know, he's yeah. essentially doing the same but thing sure every day. <laughs> Well, like, I think he seems happy as Larry, but, you know, this thing, and, and I'm sure you've seen it yourself, this, this meme during the rounds on Instagram about how we only get 18 summers and how many have you left? And it's just this underlying message that we should be treasuring this time instead of, like, frantically trying to coordinate summer camps and work and the house and all those bits. We should be treasuring it, savouring it, because we don't get that many. So um, parent shaming, whether it's mum or dad shaming um, I would have thought the summer camps were uh, I'm going to have to stop you there when do you ever hear of dad shaming dad <laughs> shaming doesn't exist it's mum shaming it's, the, it's always mummy's fault so is that is, it's in every aspect of your child's life is it Chrissy? think so and I think it's a fairly recent phenomenon that we've decided that it's okay to kind of have an opinion on like everyone's parenting choice or well, well you can have an opinion choice. but you just don't need to share it oh but no sharing it now is is the thing it's not enough just keep to your think opinions it. to yourself <laughs> well if, if only the world worked that way I know God, it does not. I swear it's like an Olympic sport now. You never have people standing holding up, you know, two point zeros for what car seat you choose. So it's constant, relentless. I think so. And I think I do think the summer has brought out the worst. Now, I did notice it with the celebrities a lot more this summer. Uh, sort of just a, a quick look at various headlines was, you know, Stacey Dooley, mom shamed for not showing her child's face on Instagram. And then somebody else's mom shamed for showing, uh, for showing too much of her children uh, on holiday snaps. And then there's another mom shamed for not booking the right seats on the plane. And I don't know if, like, yeah, specifically holiday choices seem to, I suppose it's the season for it, but there just seems to be a lot more of it than usual. What about you, Katie? Katie is with us as well, Chrissy. Um, Kitty Mack from, Opinion, from the Opinions Matter podcast. Have you experienced mum shaming? Hi, Andrea. Yeah, I have experienced And actually, as Chrissy's saying there, you know, the people saying that, oh, you know, why didn't you do this with your kid or this or that? You know, had I guarantee you had she have taken her child to do everything with her, you'd have people saying, well, what about your kid mixing with other kids? There'll always be somebody 
who thinks they know better because they have an extra child or they're a mother a little longer. And there's definitely something in the dads don't get it. It's completely the mums. My own experience was I had given birth to my first child, my son, and um, I tried to breastfeed. It didn't work out. Um, I hadn't even looked into formulas because you're not even a mother yet. You don't foresee the issues that might come up. You think you're going to have your baby and everything's going to be handy dandy. Um, breastfeeding didn't work out, work out. So I went to social media to ask a mum group, stupidly, um, about what formula they'd recommend. And now I was absolutely lynched by the breast brigade because... Now, not every woman who breastfeeds is militant, but there are militant breastfeeders. And why aren't you breastfeeding? Breast is best. It's like, I, and in my post, I had said, I'm a first time mum to like a two or three week old baby. Yeah. So it was obviously my first time. I had no clue what she I was happened, doing. Yeah, yeah. And I'm fairly thick skinned. It takes a lot to get to me. I used to be like, oh, go away. Like, I pay no attention. But when you're emotional, when you're tired, when you already feel guilty and you, you're kind of looking at that crap. Um, from people who really should be supporting, if the most supportive, because they should get it, what it's like to be a new mother and be tired and want the best for your baby and not really know what you're doing. But there's always, in every group of mums, there's always one or two who think they know best, and particularly on social media, because they're behind the keyboard and they don't, they obviously mm-hmm. don't fear repercussions. Um, but mums, I see it all the time. I see it at Christmas time. Mums put pictures up of their kids' Christmas presents and then you have the, the begrudgers oh, God, that's a lot for your kid. That's spoiling them. Like, is there a need for all that? Like, you know, mind your own business. If it doesn't yeah. affect you, you know, keep, keep your opinions to yourself. So has it, it's become more common. Would you, do you blame social media, Katie, for that? 100%. Yeah. Because I guarantee you, if you're at one of these kind of play dates, like they do them in soft play areas and stuff, you don't get it there as much. Because you're not going to say it to someone who's sitting in front of you. But social media has 100%, I believe, fuels this mum shaming, the business of mum shaming. It's, it's uh, Some of the stories I could tell you now are on, like um, the ra- a rash, you put a picture of your child, you know yourself, getting a GP appointment nowadays is yeah. almost some days next to impossible. Mm. And if your child comes up with something on their skin and you can't get to a GP or you don't, you're, you're not near a chemist, the first thing you want is reassurance. And if you go to Facebook and you post a picture and you're not asking for medical advice, but you're asking has anyone seen this? That you know, you could put my mind at ease. Could it be a heat rash? Is it a hive? Especially for a new mum. And we're not doctors. Don't ask us here. Take that photo down. You know. And as many times I've commented saying, "Jesus, leave the girl alone. She's only asked a question." And it's just like if you've nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. It's, I think it's just sad, sad people with nothing better to do. To be honest with you, Tracy's with us as well, Katie. Tracy, what's your experience? Have you encountered mum shaming? I most certainly have, and as a single parent, I feel I've encountered it quite a lot more because I'm on my own and I feel I'm watched an awful lot more. And what kind of give us an example, Tracy, of the things you're you know that you've um, experienced? A certain family members. Um, when I was sick one time in the hospital, threatened me with social workers if I didn't leave the hospital and come and look after my child. And how do you navigate that? What do you... I left the hospital because I was so ashamed that, you know, even though I was really sick and I shouldn't have left the hospital, but I was terrified she was going to have my child taken off me. And, you know, uh, and down, like, has, over the years, has it got, do, do you notice it in other aspects of, you know, in, like, is it is it a day-to-day thing or how, how common is it? Um, well, my friends 
understand and they know me and they know I look after my daughter pretty well and my GP knows I look after her pretty well. But it's a certain family member as one of your people there just said. But like I often feel like, say with the um, summer camps this year, I didn't send my daughter to any of them because my car broke down and I had to pay to repair the car. Do you know, so I couldn't afford them. And I feel mm. a bit that people are probably going, oh, she didn't send her to anything. You know, you know, it's, I know it's, that. it's incredible, though, that people, you know, feel they have a right to, like, voice opinion and judgment. It's absolutely crazy, like, what people, the things people come out with. Chrissy, do you think it's got worse with social media? I do. I think social media is definitely exacerbated, but I also think it's that parenting now has been turned into a bit of a business. Do you know what I mean? Almost like before you have the baby, you're expected to know what mum are you going to be? Are you going to be an attachment parent? Are you going to be doing cry it out? Are you going to be doing this? And there's a book on everything and there's a website for everything. And then there's the kit to do with that that you could buy. And I do think that a lot of it is actually that someone at the end of the day is making money out of uh, having all these different types of parenting and of course where you've got different routes to go down there's always going to be people down who are adamant their route is the only route and if you're doing something else then that's mm. wrong so I do think we're maybe being manipulated a wee bit Can I, there's a text in from a listener Chrissy, who says mum shaming is coming from other women and other mothers as a female I see it in all forms of life women do it to each other yeah, unfortunately, that would be my feeling too. It is. And I think, again, it's because so often, you know, the parenting decisions do get put on to the mum, then you then can become very sensitive about worrying whether you're doing it right. And I think maybe some people then feel that to make themselves feel that they're definitely right, then somebody else has to be wrong. So I do think it is because it's such an emotive issue. I, I do think that a lot of the time, unfortunately, it is women against other okay. women, which is, but I, I do think it's coming from a, a wider societal issue where there's just such a kind of a business around it now. You know, I think we've really fetishized parenting. And if you look at so many of like the, you know, the different Instagram accounts and that and everything that ties in with that, you know, mm-hmm. have you got your, your matching jammies at Christmas? Have you, have you done these like things that you're supposed to make at home? Have you done, it, there's just so much more business around it that I do think that's feeding in to the whole problem. Well, look, I'm interested in listening and hearing people's stories today of um, mum shaming. Chris says there is no dad shaming because they'd be told where to go. Women accept the behaviour. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.